Hello and welcome to Why Are All These Movies So Terrible? The only podcast inside a podcast that tells you all about the newest terrible movies. And today, for our very first episode, we are going to be reviewing, I mean, Space Jam A New Legacy. So, let's get right down to it. So I... So I I guess, um... First, let's get down with um, the scoring of this movie. Um, It has an IMDb rating of 4.3. A Rotten Tomatoes, uh, for Rotten Tomatoes, it is a 30 with a runtime of 1 hour and 55 minutes exactly. Uh, this, This movie... Didn't exactly make, didn't exactly make the mark. Um, so I guess general, general impressions, spoiler-free general impressions of the movie. Uh, just what to expect. Don't expect anything fancy, honestly. Uh, going into this movie, you know, really don't expect, um, a movie as good as the original. Um... The original Space Jam was not a favorite of mine, um, by any, by any means. Um, you know, Looney Tunes is amazing and great, and, you know, Michael Jordan is pretty awesome. Um, but, like, you know, it was never, it was never something that I viewed as one of my favorite movies. Um, but I still thought it was pretty good. So, um, definitely don't don't think that, don't go into this movie thinking it's going to be as good as the original, because, you know, if the original was a pretty big thing, uh, I don't think this is at all going to have that same effect on the audience or whoever is watching this movie. I mean, a fan of the old movie might like it, but I, I wouldn't be too, uh, I wouldn't, be like I guess I wouldn't be um very surprised if um this movie didn't live up to your expectations because um like I didn't even have very high expectations for this movie and it still really didn't live up to my expectations um yeah uh, this is, of course, one of the movies that has been handpicked from HBO Max that is releasing simultaneously on HBO Max and in theaters uh, for 30 days. Of course, it'll stay in theaters for a lot longer, but yeah, anyways. Uh, I did watch this movie like as soon as I got the chance, just so I did have a chance to actually uh, review this movie. So, yeah. Basically, I just gotta say one, one, one thing. Uh, I was not pleased with the acting in this movie. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so one thing that I will say is don't act like this is gonna be the acting of the century, you know? Like... 
definitely do not expect this to be great acting. Uh, some of the acting in this movie is a, a lot less than believable. Um, but I guess the first, uh, the fir- well, I guess I should, uh, give you a cast rundown because, um, pretty much done with my general thoughts. So let me, uh, give you a quick cast rundown. Um, so for, uh, basically our main, um, basically our main, uh, cast is we got LeBron James, Don Cheadle, Cedric Joe, Chris Davis, Sonic Martin Green, I really hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, Sayer, Jay Wright, Harper, Leigh, Alexander, Zasha Rockamore, Stephen Cangley, Jalen Hall, Wood Harris, Jordan Thomas, Sue Bird, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, and Nika Ike. I'm really sorry. I'm probably butchering these names like terribly. So I'm I'm really sorry. But anyways, that is our main cast. So yeah, I guess uh, let's just get into a quick uh, plot rundown and then start on my uh, favorite and least favorite moments. So I guess uh, let's let's start out with this plot here. Okay, so the plot is this. We we got this character. His name is LeBron James. Uh, probably never heard of him before. But uh, he, um, he is the main character in the movie. We get this whole scene with him and his coach. Uh, his friend sneaks a, uh, in actually a Game Boy into his basketball game so that he can play Looney Tunes game on his on his friend's uh, Game Boy. Then, uh, then after that, basically, it's basically just like his coach is like, you know, yelling at him because he's like, you know, you can't let these distractions get to you. You gotta be the best. You gotta work hard to be the best. So you can't have any distractions. Which leads him to become, you know, like, kind of anti-anything, you know? Anything, like, non-basketball related, it's in, it's interfering with your basketball. So, uh, fast forward to, like, the present day. We get this kid named Dominic. And so Dominic, Dominic James, uh, is the fictional son of a... Uh, LeBron James, and he actually has built a video game. So, basically, uh, he has basketball camp the same uh, weekend that E3 happens. If you don't know what E3 is, it is a game convention where usually creators go to show off their latest games, so he wants to go to E3. But his dad wants him to go to, um, his dad really wants him to go to basketball camp. And that creates the driving force of the plot is this collision, um, between characters. And I 
definitely will talk, I definitely, definitely will talk about, um, the idea between, um, that as the driving thought force in a little bit. But anyways, um, so after that, I guess we have really, um, we get introduced mainly to our, uh, one of our other lead characters, um, Don Cheadle, playing, uh, Algae Rhythm. Um, so Algae Rhythm, Algae Rhythm is an algorithm that lives inside the Warner Brothers, uh, computer systems, and basically does all the work for them. And so it comes with, comes up with ideas, and basically requires all of the people who work at, pretty much all the people who work at Warner Brothers to just not even have to be there, but I digress. <laughs> so, basically, Algae Rhythm wants to have a, a actual form, so he's like, I know, I'll create an email and send it to the Warner Brothers people, and then they'll send it to LeBron James, he'll get invited to... Warner Brothers, and then he'll have to come here. So, of course, LeBron does. He brings uh, both of his sons and, like, I think it, I think it's, like, his friend or something. Uh, he he brings someone with him. Uh, it, like, okay, so we, the, the movie, this is a fault that the movie has anyways. Um, where it it never really tries to inform you like what is actually what is actually going on, you know? Um so Malik, yeah, that's that's the name. So it is uh LeBron's friend. So Malik Malik uh LeBron's friend is actually the guy who sneaks in the basketball. I mean, the Game Boy at the beginning of the movie. So they have become, you know, quite uh, close friends. And he is, of course, played by Chris Davis. Um, so, basically, um, Dominic, Dominic James, uh, rushes out of the uh, Warner Brothers, like, meeting area and tries to get out of there by going to an elevator and so his dad like catches him and so algae rhythm hacks the elevator so they go down to this um they go down to the uh the main like server area and so like you know dominic being a total nerd is like oh my gosh these computers they could run so many different games blah blah blah, blah. so um, basically, he keeps walking. There's this giant, like, hexagon orb that sucks them both into, um, what was it? The Cyberverse or something? Yeah, the Cyberverse. It sucks them into the Cyberverse, and, uh, stuff happens, and Algae Rhythm says, Hey, LeBron, if you don't play me in basketball, then I'm gonna keep your son here and you're you're gonna 
and I'm gonna like take your body and junk. <laughs> so, you know, they send him to Tune World, which apparently is in a computer now, even though in the original it was at the center of the planet. But anyways, um, so he's like, in this really unconvincing way, he falls down to Tune World, and uh, the the editing was really bad in that one particular scene. Um, but anyways, after that, we get a really funny joke about when he smashes into the ground, and since he has become a cartoon, his legs shrink, and he's like, ah, I'm shorter than Kevin Hart! <laughs> so... Then he just does the logical thing and sticks his thumb in his mouth and blows so he can poof himself up like a balloon. I mean, everybody does that. Any time that anybody is in a is in a situation where their legs have been smushed, they obviously just stick their thumb in their mouth and try to blow themselves back up like a cartoon. Like a cartoon balloon! Duh! But anyways... So after that, um, mainly, there's like, mainly it's just, you know, um, LeBron finding Bugs and Bugs Bunny and him, like, recruiting all the rest of the tunes, and so then they get back to Toon World, and they, they get there just in time for the game. And so, Algae Rhythm turns uh, LeBron in back into his human form and turns all the tunes into, like, expensive 3D models of themselves. Uh, not like what, not, not like what they did with, uh, uh, Tom and Jerry the movie, which, uh, by the way, that will probably be a movie reviewed on here. But anyways, um... So, they get turned into expensive 3D models. Uh, apparently, Dominic and Algae Rhythm have been creating uh, avatars. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Uh, Algae Rhythm stole the code for uh, uh, Dominic's game, which is called Dom Ball. Everybody just calls him Dom. They just shorten it to D-O-M. <laughs> uh, so, anyways... Basically, after that, we we get this huge, like, like, basketball tournament. So, you know, there's, like, famous basketball stars who basically just, they took their, like, looks and their personality, and then they fused them with something. And so, yeah, that's where... Most of the uh, characters, like Sue Bird, Anthony Davis, Dream, uh, Dreaming Green, blah, blah, blah. That's where, like, all of them, you know, become, like, avatars in the game. And they actually did the voices for the avatars. Which, honestly, you know what? They could have had no, like, voice work from the actual people. And that would have just been really dumb. So I'm actually glad they did that. But anyways... After, um, after, like, they figure out, okay, well, we're going up against the Goon Squad, 
and uh, they kind of figure out their game. They they unleash another character. The Goon Squad unleashes another character, another avatar, known only as Kronos, and he's a like golden robot. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. If I am correct, um, I believe that his character, I think, uh, I think it might I don't know who um, who Kronos is actually supposed to be, but anyways, um, I actually think he's not listed on the um, IMDb. Uh, I actually think he's not listed on the IMDb uh, uh, cast list because of how little of a role he has in the actual film. So yeah. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, we got a lot of, lot of cameos from a lot of different, like, um, a lot of different people. A lot, a lot of different people. Um, oh, and I'm sorry, uh, Draymond, Draymond Green is not a basketball player. I don't, I don't know why I thought that, but anyways. Uh, yeah, so basically... You know, there's a bunch of stuff that happens. Uh, Algorithm gets really mad and turns himself into his own avatar. They win. The Well, the Toon Squad wins, like usual, like it would happen in a remake or a sequel of any kind. Um, there's a really funny joke with uh, Michael B. Jordan. And so, yeah, that's basically what happens. Let's get into favorite least favorite moments. Um, so... My favorite moment in this entire film is probably, um, there was a really funny moment with King Kong, but I gotta give it to the Michael B. Jordan moment, because it is literally just this, this, this moment that is so funny. And so, anyways, um, the, the moment is that Sylvester the Cat, a.k.a. the antagonist, Tweeter, goes out into the crowd and he says he found Michael Jordan. And they're like, you found Michael Jordan? Oh, that's great. He can help us. And then they get, you know, all this pump-up music and he enters the locker room and it's Michael B. Jordan. And it's like this really funny moment because it's like, because everybody is like, you got the wrong Jordan. (laughs) And he was like, I just thought he aged gracefully. Ding! <laughs> it's like, Michael, you couldn't pay Michael Jordan enough to be in this movie, so you had to make some kind of reference about him. Great. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, least favorite moment? There is a scene in the basketball game where Dominic joins the Toon Squad because he thinks the Goon Squad is cheating. So he joins the Toon Squad, 
and there's supposed to be this really sentimental moment between LeBron and him. And oh my gosh, the the just everything behind it. And like all the acting in that entire scene from LeBron, from LeBron specifically, from uh from the 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 kid, the um uh the Cedric Cedric Joe, from Cedric Joe. All of the acting is perfect, but from LeBron James the acting is terrible in that scene. And it makes this, what is supposed to be a good sentimental moment, terrible. And I just, I, uh, yeah. So, yeah, um, after that, I guess, um, so, I guess I want to have, like, um, Basically a section where I say, you know, like, at its worst and at its best. So, at its worst, Space Jam A New Legacy is a confusing sequel slash remake that will leave the old fans in awe that this movie was so unlike the original. At its best, Space Jam is A New Legacy is a fun family adventure that can that can be enjoyed as a simple action movie. There you go. So yeah. I guess with like any usual thing, um, let's do impact. Okay, the impact for this movie. I, okay, so right before GVK came out, like, Literally, right before it came out, they announced Space Jam A New Legacy and got a trailer for it and blah, blah, blah. And then the marketing for this movie was really quiet until literally July, like, 5th. And then I started seeing ads for this movie. And then, probably two, maybe three days before the movie came out, um, they started getting, like, Space Jam A New Legacy basketball rims in stores. And then they, they had, like, action figures for, like, the entire month of July. For, like, July, July 5th and on. And so, it, it seemed like everything was really rushed. Like, they came out with this poster at Walmart. Uh, so, okay, if you ever shop at brick-and-mortar Walmart stores, you will know that there is an entire section that you can go to that is basically just this little, this little pop-up where there is a poster rack that you can look at all these new posters that Walmart has just gotten and look at the numbers and, you know, grab the, grab the posters from this little, uh, from these little cubbies down below. So the Space Jam, A New Legacy poster that at least I saw at Walmart was the Space Jam, A New Legacy pasted on a white, um, or pasted on a blue background with all of the tunes in their Tune Squad outfit, you know, in their ready poses, and then LeBron 
in this terribly like blue screened in effect of him standing looking up into the sky with this like angst face and it oh my gosh it is like laughably terrible like I'll like I, you don't even have to look very closely at it to know it's bad like I can like walk past it and be like oh my gosh that is so bad um but yeah this movie's marketing felt really rushed and since they hyped it up so much in this short amount of time they had and since they didn't produce a good product this movie is really not going to be a big deal okay you're gonna see probably space jam action figures on like the clearance rack probably gonna see like t-shirts in the in the clearance section you know you're probably not gonna get anything from this movie and honestly i did not get anything from this movie this movie did not have a major impact on me at all so yeah that's basically the impact of space jam a new legacy so yeah for the next episode we're going to be reviewing uh the tomorrow war please make sure to tune into that um and i'll have much more terrible movie madness coming up for you. See you later. Bye.